You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. The Bible talks about it. It says that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. And so I'm super excited that you guys decided to join us today. We're going to have a very, very special special show and a very special guest. We're going to be talking about the power of love. We're going to jump in this because what we have to ask ourselves is what does love really mean? You know, we may often um, ask the question, but are we willing to take the time to really figure it out, to really experience it? And we have to know even where love starts. How does love look? And I will tell you this from a personal level, love saved me. You know, when I felt like giving up, guess what? Love pulled me through. The power of love, it changes things, it resolves, it unites, it heals, and it delivers. You may be asking yourself, what type of love is this? What is she talking about? But we're going to get into it a bit more with our special guest. And we're going to go a bit further, and I know you guys are going to be blessed by it. So our very special guest that we have on the show is Prophetess Ashley Street, and we're going to be talking to her today about this subject, and this is so imperative to talk about it within this season. So welcome, Queen. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. So please tell us a bit more about yourself. What do you do, and where are you from? Well, thank you so much for having me, Queen Airy. This is awesome. Uh, Well, my name is Prophetess Ashley Street. Um, I pastor here in Mesa, Arizona with my husband, um, Heart of Worship Ministries. Um, We've been pastoring going on seven years now. Um, I am a mother of three wonderful children, Sanasi, Era, and DJ. And I'm also a full-time entrepreneur. I have my own clothing line. And life is just going awesome. I love to pray and intercede and just do the kingdom and work for God. Yes, absolutely. And she is an author as well, you guys. She left yes. that part yes, out. Yes, I did. <laughs> so she's an author. And so we're going to get more into, at the end of you telling us what you have going on, showing us some yes, products and stuff like absolutely. that. And even talking about your, I don't know if you still have your mentor me. Or whatnot. Yes. Kind of, you know, give them yes, some snippets at the sure. end. So let's go ahead and get in, into this. And so um, thank you for sharing. I want to talk about this this subject, the power of love, because I believe it's so fitting, especially for right now, um, yes. considering all of what happened last year. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people went through situations that they didn't necessarily understand. Yes. And some may have thought, well, because I'm quarantined, because I'm in this um, uncomfortable situation or place, I'm not love. But right. that was far from the truth. Yes. And so um, I, I want us to talk about it and to go deeper than just the revelation of uh, Cupid or Valentine's right. Day or whatever right. uh, surface level yeah. definitions we may have of yeah. love. But I want us to talk about that 24-7 love. The love that's God's love, and there's nothing like it, the unconditional love. I have personal stories, but I'll wait to share those later. But let's let's listen to you right now. So I I want you to tell us what was the first true experience that you can remember Mm -hmm. of the power of love, God's love. Wow, um, that's amazing. So I have a lot of experiences, um, (laughs) which I'm sure we all do with the love Mm -hmm. of Christ, Um, but... 
what stands out most to me is when I was going through a time of struggling mm. um, in my flesh, trying to really find myself, doing things that, you know, I know I shouldn't have been doing, mm. but I was pulling away, you know, from Christ. I was running. Mm. Um, it was at a pivotal point in my life where the calling um, was becoming more prevalent. I mm. felt the presence of God in my life like never before, yeah. but I wasn't ready to let go mm. of the things of the world. So mm -hmm. I felt this tug of war um, in the realm of the spirit. God was speaking to me, but I still wanted to do things my way. Yeah. So um, it was one night I was out doing, you know, everything that I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> and um, I was driving home out of my mind it was just like an out-of-body experience and I remember driving home um you know under the influence and I told God I said God if you get me home I promise my I will live goodness. for you Ooh. I will no longer battle with my calling I will mm. no longer battle with the anointing on my life uh the prophetic mantle you you know me hearing you constantly mm. day in and day out but still at a place of I'm young mm. you know I want to live my life mm -hmm. I'm not ready to surrender all mm -hmm. but at that point of not knowing if I was even going to make it home my um I talked to God in that moment and I made a vow to him and in the car it was such a presence oh that goodness. filled that vehicle to this day. I don't mm. know how I got home. Ooh. I feel like the angels literally carried that vehicle mm. from where I was because I ran out of the company of people that I was with mm -hmm. to get home because it was like all or nothing at that point. And from then on, I've never looked back. Oh, my God. Goodness, Queen, that yes. is so powerful. Seriously, yes. and I appreciate how transparent transparent you are yeah. with sharing that story because so many people can relate to that. Right. You know, and um, of course, we are spirit, but we're in a fleshly body. Exactly. That wants to have this tug of war with what God said, yes. what he wants us to do. Yes. And um, we just have to go and grow through our process. And it's so mm -hmm. funny because when you were talking, it reminded me of when I was uh, going to school at uh, Xavier in mm -hmm. New Orleans. And I would be out partying and drinking, yeah. and I was with a group of people, and we were coming back in a cab, and I was drunk as well, and I, someone reminded me of this, but I had just, like, burst out in prayer. Mm. In the cab. Yeah, yeah. In the cab, and so, you know what I mean, just praying drunk, right. and so, you definitely can feel that, that, that tug, you can feel that pull yeah. that God is saying, I love you, mm -hmm. come back to me, mm -hmm. and he's so gentle. So gentle. He is so gentle, yeah. and doesn't force us to do it, but Never. it's like... You know what I mean? He draws us. So that story right there is absolutely beautiful. If we have more yes. time at the end, I do want to hear another one. Definitely. But I want to get into this testimony. Yes. And first, before you even <laughs> say it, thank you for being, again, open and vulnerable to yes. share this. Because I know it's going to help a lot of people. So. Yes. Can you talk about your story and how God blessed you with your firstborn and how God's love kept you going in the midst of persecution? Absolutely. Um, such a wonderful uh, question, mm. you know, to ask because it definitely is a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times what we think can be devastation um, is actually working out for our good. The yeah. Bible says all things work together for them that love God, right? Yeah. So um, I was going through a time where, you know, early 20s, I had just really gave my life over to Christ, and I was on fire. You mm. know, when you first get saved, you're ready to <laughs> Do pray everything. with everybody, <laughs> prophesy, <laughs> preach. You know, you just feel 
on top of the world, mm. right? So I was at that point in my life, being excited about really, really giving my life over to God, mm. um, really getting to know Ashley the intercessor, so you know, good. really getting to know Ashley the worshiper mm. and just loving, you know, the presence of God in my life. So I had cut off a lot of people, cut off a lot of things. So now I was like, oh, Ashley, you know, she's this you know, wonder, right? So I have all my friends and people around me, which I had to cut things off relationships because I was changing. Mm. Um, but the, in the midst of my changing, I became pregnant um, with my daughter. Wow. Um, and it was a time of just shame. Mm. I never felt the spirit of shame like that in my life. And it wasn't because the shame of being pregnant. Mm. It was the shame of having to go to church every day mm. and the people that you minister to, Oof. the people that you prophesied oh to, the goodness. people, you know, that were in your company, mm. it's kind of like they were waiting on something, My right? Goodness. They were waiting on something to happen. Mm. And when you're so open to the spirit and, you know, being connected with Christ, when you mm. go into church and you feel the eyes, you feel, you know, the attack. It was, I was on the front row, close to the front mm -hmm. row. And by the time that happened, mm -hmm. prematurely, it got released out to the church before, you know, me and my husband could announce what happened, you know, before we were married. Mm -hmm. And it was from people that were close to me. So I was, you know, on fire mm -hmm. from that to the back row, mm -hmm. to ready to say, I'm not coming My back. Goodness. <laughs> but in the midst of that, God started speaking to me. I Come went to on. a service, my husband and I, and the pastor. I'll never forget the message. He said, God will stand up for you. Come on. That message shifted my life. And it was a confidence that came about me to say, we all fall short, mm, right? So I vowed to never judge people. I come vowed on. to never allow people to feel the shame mm -hmm. that I felt without really feeling that place of restoration mm. and that place of comfort. Mm -hmm. But it made me value the presence of God come even on. more because he restored me. He restored He you. comforted me. Mm. It didn't come from man. Yeah. It didn't come from people. It came from the Lord healing my heart and it reminds me even of the story of mary magdalene when she went and she you know she cleansed jesus's feet i just mm -hmm. preached on this and he gave that parable he said which one do i want more the one with more debt or less my debt goodness. and he wanted them more with more debt because he said when i free them of that debt mm -hmm. they will love me more Ooh, so goodness. that's how i feel god wants your issues and at that point in my life i felt like i had never been through anything so it wasn't until I truly surrendered mm. to the Father that yeah. I felt his love like I've never felt. And yes. my baby is the best thing. Oh. And I saw her face. It was literally like an angel um, when she was born. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't trade anything. I talk about the full story in my book. Mm. But, um, yeah, I believe that's part of my testimony yeah. and part of my assignment Absolutely. for the rest of my life that, you know, God can restore you Come through on. anything. And don't run away. You yeah. know, you press in harder. And some of those people have to come back and apologize my to me, goodness. Um, for what took place. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That whole story just, whoa. 
Whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. And yeah. I know you are full. Yeah. And you could talk about that. And there's just so many different facets, so many different ways that you can go with that yeah. to bring it out. And it's um, it's, it's just absolutely powerful that you shared yeah. that. And, and I don't think it was you know, by accident. I believe it was very strategic. Absolutely. Um, the process that you went through and even reading about the mother of Jesus, Mary. I yes. believe God did that on purpose. Yes. Because That's he likes, you know, to do things untraditional. Uh -huh. He likes, unorthodox. you know, unorthodox yeah. so that people can say only God, only God, only nobody God. but God. Yes. And so I believe that right there mm -hmm. will save the masses, yes. you know, because there's a lot of people yeah. who have um, children before they get married and they right. hold that shame hold and they don't know how to let it go. Yeah. But I believe God has given you a key because you've experienced it and you've been through that and you really um, yeah. know the love of God because yes. of what he's brought you through. Yes. And so, goodness, I know God's going to use me, use you more powerfully within that. Yeah. And so I, I, I really, really, really want people to hear what this queen is talking about, what Prophetess Ashley is talking about, yeah. because I even believe some people are becoming free just from yes. listening to this episode yes. right now. Yes. Um, and you may have felt like you were being condemned. You may have felt like you right. were in shame, but God is saying, no, my love, it heals you. My love will release yes. you. It will deliver you. Yes. And so let God do the work that he needs to while this episode yes. is going on. Yes. You guys can also uh, call the prayer line number that is on Amen. the top of the screen. You could even send prayer requests into my address that is on the screen as well, because God wants us whole and we can be whole. Yes. And so we have to understand that God looks at the heart of a man. And of course, like you mentioned at times, it's the ones that are the closest to us. Yes that offend us the most or that hurt us the most, even if it's unattention, you know, unintentional. Right. right. And so um, even through processes, when we don't fully understand at that moment what is going on, God will still pull us, pull us through just like he did for you. Yes. And so it reminds me of the scripture that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Yes. You know, it says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor yes. principalities yes. nor powers, it says, nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth yes. and it says nor any other creature it says shall be able to separate us from the yes. love of God which yes. is in Christ Jesus yes. our Lord that is so packed yeah it's so packed and it's so powerful and yes. so what we have to understand is that no matter how people treat us or no matter what they say it cannot separate us from God's love yes. his love is unmatched unmatched and so um and it's it's interesting that you mentioned Mary Magdalene this I want to bring out the scripture about the lady that was caught in the act. Mm, and because yes. we need to talk about this, we need transparency. Yes. We need to be intentional about right. really ministering to the people right. that need to be ministered to. Yeah. And so this is real life. And so it's mm -hmm. interesting how everyone wanted to stone her, mm -hmm. but God had a different plan for her life. Yes. You know, and it was the very ones that sent her out to watch her die. They wanted to mm -hmm. watch her demise were the very ones that had to walk away, walk away because of their own sins, yes. because of what they were doing behind closed doors. Right. They were the very ones that literally had to watch Jesus redeem her. Mm -hmm. Now that is a, a love moment. It is. <laughs> You're not Absolutely. <laughs> and Amazing. so it is. And so I'm just going to briefly read this because I want you guys to have some context. I want you guys to really be able to mm -hmm. go into the scriptures, write it down, study it, and, and know that we're not just up here just to talk, but this is real life. You mm -hmm. know, this is this is really God speaking. And so John 8, 
um, verses 1 through 11. It says, Jesus went into the Mount of Olives. It says, and in early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all the people came unto him. And it says, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. It says, and when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that um, such should be stoned. But Mm -hmm. what shall you say? It says, but what shall thou uh, say of thou? And it says, thou has said, tempting him that they might come to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down Mm -hmm. with his finger, wrote on the ground. And he says, as though he heard them not. (laughs) Yeah. It says, so when they continued asking him, he lifted himself up and he said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Mm -hmm. And then he stooped down again and he wrote on the ground and they heard which, and they heard what he said being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one. Mm-hmm. And it says, um, beginning at the eldest unto the last, and Jesus was left alone, and the woman was standing in the midst. And it says, mm-hmm. when Jesus had lifted himself up and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, woman, where are thine accusers? Mm-hmm. Hath no man con- um, condemned thee? She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Yes. That whole passage. Amazing. That whole passage is so full of love and and it just brings so much to mind that God will literally make the enemies our footstools and that even is like him preparing a table, you know, before you. Exactly. Right in front of your enemies. And so the woman that was calling the act, she needed a touch from God and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what he gave her. And so I want to ask you this because you talked about just a snippet of your story and um, experience, how can we learn to forgive those who have harmed us or treated us badly when we're talking about love? Um, I definitely think of forgiveness. Absolutely. I think forgiveness is easy, and I tell people this Mm. all the time, when we understand that forgiveness is not for them. Mm, That's correct. Forgiveness is for us. Mm. And if Jesus can forgive us Mm -hmm. over and over and over Ooh. again. Mm-hmm. It's like he's always there. Come on. Here's my hand. Come you on. know, he never cuts us mm. off. He never turns his back on so us. So good. Yeah. So it's important for us to understand, you know, we have to be like Jesus. Mm. And in order for us to move forward, mm-hmm. in order for us to progress, in order for us to heal, Come on. it's easy to forgive when we understand who we serve. Come on. Jesus was on the cross and he said, mm. forgive them for they know not what they do in the My midst of his goodness. suffering. We just celebrated Resurrection yeah. Sunday and we understand that Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice so who are we to hold a grudge Mm. or to walk in unforgiveness um, because of what people do to us so of course it hurts but with God you can definitely walk through that path of forgiveness not forgetting Mm. but sometimes you can forget and see people and say oh wow I forgot that happened. Right. I forgot you right. did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's happened multiple times, even in this situation. Mm-hmm. Some of those people I've literally for- seen mm-hmm. or already forgiven and could still have a conversation because I understand 
where my hope comes from. That's so good. So I think as Christians, we can definitely live a better life mm-hmm. when we understand that um, we have to forgive yeah. because Jesus continually forgives us. Oh, my goodness. That is so full. That is so power-packed. I love how you express that. Yeah. And it's so it's so dope that, you know, I would say because love allows you to forgive. You know, when you That's even think true. about like you said, what Jesus has done for us automatically, that should just be a reminder of his yes. love to just let go of what people have done. And so, yes. um, you know, I have, you know, many stories about feeling God's true love as well. And it reminds me of uh, a quote that my pastor, he always talks about. He mm-hmm. mentions often, he says, when we forgive the people that hurt us, then God will cause us to forget the pain that they caused yes. us. And that's so interesting because Absolutely. you literally wow. just said that. <laughs> and so he gets up and he talks about his testimony, yeah. but that is so true because when we let go of what we don't understand and give it to God, yeah. then we understand he's fighting for us and he will have the final say. Absolutely. Like you said earlier, all things will work together for our good and it's yes. so powerful and it's just so beautiful how God will just take whatever it is. He'll take our mess or our, our uncertainties and then he'll work it out yes. And be like, look what I Everything. did. Come on. And yes. so um, just just briefly, I remember, I'll just mention this really quick because I want you to share more. I remember, um, you know, just when I had dealt with sexual abuse and when I kept hiding, it kept having the flashes. Then, you know, over tw- it took over 20 years for me to talk about it. Yeah. And um, God really just told me to forgive the person that did it. I called the person and I was so angry. Mm. Like anger was the first thing that was on my mind. I was so angry. But I had to find out later that that person was a product of sexual abuse as well. Mm. So they were repeating a cycle. But at that time, all I could do is I wanted to, you know, cuss. I wanted to do everything. Right. 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 But I had to realize the longer that I kept it in, the more pain I felt. You know, the more in bondage I felt. But when I chose to forgive and I let go of the excuses Mm. and blaming others and I started taking accountability for my own happiness, something changed, yes. something broke. Yes. And so when I let go of um, the past, God reminded me of my future. He reminded yes. me of how much he loved me. Yes. And it reminds him, reminded me of my identity mm-hmm. and of my purpose and that mm-hmm. he never left me. So I want to ask you this. What are some things that people can do to stay free from offense? Because offense is an ugly oh, little thing, you know. What are some topic. practical <laughs> things? I know if you can give us some snippets, yeah. because I want to go into this direction um, right now, because I know that there are many people that are out there that may be struggling with offense. Some things mm-hmm. have happened to them, and they're like, I forgave, but you still have, uh, you're still offended by them, and that's indication that you really haven't let everything go. Yeah. So um, I, I, I want you to kind of to give us some practical things because we have to make sure that our heart is not cluttered with offense so God can move. Yes. I would say what has helped me a lot um, when offense comes Mm -hmm. is to, um, I would pray and Mm. ask God to help me to see that person Mm, as you see them. That's good. Um, That helps with my offense Mm -hmm. and not really taking everything personal. That's so good. Because sometimes people do things unintentionally. Mm -hmm. I've learned over the years that a lot of times people offend you not necessarily knowing Mm. that they've offended 
offended you. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we need to express our faults and go to that person. Like mm -hmm. you mentioned how you went to your offender, yeah. basically. Right. And to really, you know, talk about how you felt in that moment. Because most of the times our offenses is really just misunderstanding. My goodness. Um, and it That's really good. roots and stems from rejection. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we are offended mm -hmm. because we deal with the spirit of rejection. Wow. And we have not let things go that maybe have happened to us in our childhood. So mm. when we see that repeated behavior, mm -hmm. it's a trigger. My so goodness. we get offended off of really a root issue mm -hmm. um, or struggle that we have not given to God. Wow. So a lot of times we need to ask ourselves, why am I offended? Yeah. What made me offended? So and um, really give it over to God because you can't allow yourself to really, really be free. Mm. Um, if you don't, you know, allow yourself to ask God to help you to realize why you are offended and get healed. Oh my goodness, that was that was so good right there. I'm gonna leave that right there because yeah. you said that so beautifully, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And so, um, but what would you say to the person that is having a hard time with trusting God? So, yeah, we talked about offense, but this person is having a hard time trusting God. It could be because of the hurt from their past. Hurt. What would you say to them? Um, I would say to a person that's dealing with trust in God is to be reminded that God has never left you, mm, um, that he so would never good. leave us. He would never forsake us. And, you know, the scripture says, you know, when Elijah needed to be fed, mm. he fed him. Come on. Right? Come so on. understand that if he can, you know, do all these other things, why will he not be there for you My in your time to struggle? A lot of times we allow Ooh. our flesh to hinder um, the spirit from moving in our life. Mm. So I would say be reminded that it God wants to help you. He wants mm -hmm. to come to our aid, but we allow our issues to block wow. him from entering in. Mm. So I would say, understand that Christ is always there. That's so good. And it's so easy to love him when we understand who he is. That's so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That right there hits the hit, the uh, nail on the head. And it's so funny because I put love starts with God. And literally when you know who he is, you're like, has the best for me absolutely he is not here trying to set me up and you know for evil stuff to happen yeah. to me and so um with that said i believe that we have to have a connection with god and have that sound revelation yes. of the love of god and as we allow god's love to mm -hmm. bring us to a greater level guess what healing is going to happen yes. in our lives and then we will be begin to have that love ooze on to the next person um and so i, I want to kind of use this time that we have at the end to let people know um, about you really quick. We have a little time left. Mm -hmm. We're going to cut this short, but I want you to uh, just share. What do you believe that God is saying to the people? And then how can we get connected with you? I want you to show your um, your products if you have time to show your products or a website where people can get your yes, products. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would just say at this time, I believe that um, God is really unifying the body of Christ. Yes. Um, for all of you that's watching, I believe we're at a pivotal moment mm. in our life of being reminded um, that he is Jehovah Jireh, mm. our provider. So even in this, know that Christ loves you, um, even through your times of defeat and mistrust and doubt. 
um, that the Father is there to redeem and to restore. Um, I do have a few products. And I got one on here. She has on my shirt, (laughs) This Girl Praise. Um, You can find it on the website, thisgirlpraise.com. You can visit there. Also, my book, Mommy Diaries, along with the two e-books, is there as well. Yes. Thank you so much, Queen, for coming on the show. I absolutely enjoyed you. You're going to have to come back to the panel. We're going to have a panel. But you all, thank you for tuning in. I know that you were blessed by this episode. You guys, just let go and let God heal you where you are because he has a great plan for your life. There is more for you to do. As as I always like to say, you guys, keep supporting HSBN and remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Empower me with Aerie.